This is Wisdom of the Elders. I'm Marley Neskai. Judy Bluehorse Skelton is Nez Perce on her father's side of the family and her mother's Cherokee. Today, Judy speaks of herbal medicine and a native way of making relationships with the plant people. Native people have been using and working and have had a unique relationship with the plant people for thousands of years. Our traditional knowledge of the gifts of the plants was shared with the first arrivals from Europe. They too have and had an herbal tradition, and when they arrived they were anxious to understand and learn what our plants here were used for. Many of them were unique and not found in Europe. The tribes were very generous in sharing this information. And in fact, the U.S. Pharmacopeia, which is a large volume, large book that's published annually, and contains all the medicines sanctioned for doctors to dispense as medicine. Much of that information about our plants was provided by Native people, Native healers. It wasn't until the 1950s and 1960s that much of our plant medicine was actually purged from the U.S. pharmacopoeias. If you pick up an old used one, you'll find echinacea in there, you'll find organ grape, you'll find all sorts of plants that the medical profession felt were no longer valuable once antibiotics were discovered. So they took them out. And what's interesting today, as we find antibiotics less and less effective, We have built up tolerances to them. The bacteria have mutated so that they no longer respond to that uh, antibiotic. That our old plant medicine, many of which have antibiotic properties, antimicrobial, antibacterial, as I tell the kids, all the antis, kills bacteria, kills microbes, are still there for us. And they work very effectively against some of these microorganisms that the antibiotics are no longer having much effect on. Because herbal medicine is becoming so popular, many of us herbalists are being asked to share a lot of information. And as is typical in our modern American society, people want immediate gratification. They want the instant answer or easy answer. And herbal medicine is a lifetime commitment. It's a life study. It's a life work. And while there are many books out today on plant medicine, plant ID, how to make salves, how to make teas. I encourage anyone who's interested in herbal medicine to find someone to study with, to go out with, and to start cultivating their relationship with the plants. Be out in the garden, be out in parks. If you can get out of the city, if you're out of the city already, just take a walk, introduce, get introduced to the plants, start spending quiet time with the plants. They're your first teachers. But find someone to be with, to apprentice with, and get to know the plants. Traditionally, plant knowledge comes from dreaming. To dream of a plant, it will share many of its gifts. And those will be the way that that plant can be used by you for many different conditions. It will become clear or be made clear to you how to use the plant. That's the old way. This kind of learning 
or experience doesn't lend itself easily to book learning. And this is very frustrating to American society who values the written word above oral tradition, who would rather read about the knowledge than experience the knowledge firsthand. And so many of the books out there may give a list of plants that would be good for hypertension, high blood pressure, and one feels overwhelmed. Which one do I use? Which one's right? And that's where your unique relationship with the plants is the most valuable. You need to be able to discern, to judge for yourself, if this is the right plant for this person at this time. Another traditional way of of learning and understanding plant medicine is the idea that if I were treating hypertension for my father at a certain time, there's a particular hawthorn tree that I would gather from. There may be 10 out in the meadow that I'm looking at, but the one that's right for him at this time is the one that I will go to and gather from and prepare him medicine from. This also does not lend itself to be easily written. How does one learn how to discern which of those 10 hawthorn trees to gather from for this one person for this time? And when you begin to uh, understand native healing and plant medicine from this perspective, then you can see where it's very different than reading a book, running down to the store, and buying a bottle of hawthorn extract and caps. You're probably going to have a different kind of experience. I'm not saying the medicine won't be as good. Uh, A lot of what makes good medicine is your intention and your energy behind it, what you bring to it. That's always been a very big part of healing, is the energy and the intention and the state of mind and the preparation of the person doing it. As herbal medicine becomes more popular, you will need to educate yourself about where plants are grown, how they're grown, how they were gathered, if they were all done in a good way, were thank yous offered, did someone leave corn or tobacco or some other gift, and these change the medicine. Uh, I was also taught you don't make medicine when you're upset, you don't make medicine when you're angry, it comes right through the medicine. And so to make medicine, to make a tea, to make a salve, to make a poultice, to, um, to cook food, that's our first medicine, just to cook food, no one hardly cooks anymore. I gave a shocking statistic how many fast food meals people ate in a week. I can't remember, but it was very high. But just to cook a meal from the heart, you know, we think of these terms like, uh, the secret ingredient, that special thing, and is grandmother's love. You can't buy that. And that's the same ingredient when you're making medicine that has to be there. It's love. So if you're interested in learning more about herbal medicine or plant medicine, one begins by preparing oneself for that relationship because it is not entered lightly and it's a lifelong work. Judy Bluehorse Skelton practices and teaches her craft in order that our relationship to the plant people shall carry through the generations. 
This is Wisdom of the Elders. I'm Arlie Neskai. Stay with us. Enjoy a traditional story for your day's journey. Then we'll wind up our show today with Judy Trejo, Paiute song carrier and teacher. But first, some gore dance music from the Kiowa Nation, brought to you by our music director, Nico Wind. 